0: All right, so welcome to episode 70 of the Grindhouse podcast. I'm your host Edwin Cabrera. Across uh, I'm also going to say across the screen from me, but we're actually in person. So, yeah, there's so to the left of me is my co-host
1: Chris aka Krita. Uh what's up guys? Uh, just real quick before we get into today's episode, please like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It really helps us out. Also, we have some merch for sale, uh, super easy to get to grindhouse.store. All right. Let's get in today's episode. All right. So we're actually
0: at the KMF headquarters. Uh, we're with KMF Trey right now. How you doing, man? How you
2: been doing great, man? Uh, this week uh, specifically has just been amazing and stuff. But I'm glad y'all are able to come here and do this episode in, uh, yeah. so, in the
0: headquarters. Yeah, we actually this is not the first time we've hung out this week. Um, grindhouse, both Credit and I uh, went to New York. Um, to visit the KMF team, Trey included, at Quad Studios. Um, and so, you'll be seeing a couple of videos out very soon uh, that I'll be working on. Overall, amazing experience. It was really cool to see how you guys get down, sort of yeah. like, the process of, of, of making music. Because, you know, for as much as I've done a lot of work with artists, I don't typically get to see as much of that background, like the recording process. Yeah. It was really cool to see that. So, I'll, I'll start off right there, and then we can start off sort of getting to know you. Um, being that this is your first time on the podcast, I mean, we've had many KMF Squad, you know, members on the on the podcast, but this is your first time, so for sure. won't officially welcome you first. Thank um, you. But yeah, walk us through what uh, Sunday was like for your Quad Studios.
2: Jeez, man, Sunday. Uh, we we'll started off with the night before. I was actually kind of like, I was like, I, every time before Quad, I always get like a little giddy, like a little kid. I, I never really get to sleep as much as I should. But I always make sure to have songs prepared and stuff like that. So I didn't end up sleeping until the time we have to leave, which was like 3 in the morning. Fast forward, we get to the studio, 8 a.m. Everybody that we had actually invited, because it was a special day, we told people like, bring guests so we can just make this time magical and just show the city what it's like to be there and stuff like that. And surprisingly, everybody was there by like 8.30 a.m. So there's a bunch of people. Yeah,
0: first of all, getting a bunch of people to be at one spot three and a half hours away from their home that early in the morning is pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But it speaks to the excitement that everybody had getting yeah. there. Like, we rolled up, we left, um, I picked him up at 5 a.m. from his spot. We drove from 5 a.m. It was a short ride because it was so early there was no traffic all the way there. Yeah. So it was a three and a half hour ride there. And we got there around 8 45 and we were, like, not, not to say we were one of the last ones there, but I think we were the last ones there. It was, like, everybody from Lyon yeah, was were, already yeah, there. It was, like, yeah. it was, like, like walking into, like, um, like a high school reunion or some yeah. shit, like, whereas, like, everybody's there. You weren't expecting all mm-hmm. those people to be mm-hmm. there. You're, like, oh, my God, there's this or that. And it was, yeah, just the whole experience from my perspective, magical. Crazy, crazy yeah, experience. Man. And, um, you know, obviously, thank you, the, you know, for the KMF squad. You guys been doing big things. Excited to talk about your album, but like that was a moment that you guys created. It's Absolutely, man. definitely gonna be talked about for many years that to come. That
2: shit, that shit right there was just history, bro. Like I loved that day with every bit of being and fiber in my body, bro.
0: So with okay, so with room records, was any of that recorded at, at quad or was that just in the room?
2: No, all that all that music is actually really old. It com- it's almost like a year and a half to two years old. When it was all around the time I had started first dropping on SoundCloud, actually putting music out. I had been started to take music a little more seriously probably a year prior. But all that music comes from that specific era in my in point in time in my life. And that was all recorded by me, engineered in my room. That's why it's it's room records. Some of the beats were um taken off of YouTube, bought, leased, whatever it might be, and but two of the beats on there actually it's um money long and not the same were actually produced by me myself, so
0: Dope, dope. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing some production yeah. also?
2: Yeah. That's how I started the, my whole career. Uh, got into rapping, started rapping at first. And my father had actually brought me like a keyboard, but I didn't know how to use it. Little did I know it was to be connected to a computer to actually make beats with. So I figured out, all right, what's the program to make beats? Might as well make beats if I want to rap. I don't know nobody who makes beats and started from there since I was like 14 years old. And was making beats and writing ever since. Oh,
1: I I feel like that that whole record it's full of like radio hits. What sort of like do you go through like a blueprint on like what you do to make those types of songs? Cause they're all super catchy. Um, yeah. So, what what goes into it?
2: Um, really, it's I have like a formula to the way I craft like. So I organized the song, you know, hook, verse, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's 12 or 16 bar, that's kind of like the formula at most. And then I've, I'm consistently recreating my formula for punchlines and including good content into my lines. But other than that, I can't really explain that is one thing. I always knew with the music, I'm like, yo, if I want to make it in this, i obviously you you know you want to stay true to yourself, but I have to make music that everybody wants to listen to, and that was like the very first thing I obsessed and wanted to get catch like and catch onto and I was like, why do people want to keep playing the song? It's the tone it's it makes you want to sing along, and sometimes it's so in general that you feel like it's you saying it instead of the rapper saying It, it was just like a bunch of stuff like that, and that's just how I always create my music now, yeah. always keeping that
0: I feel like you like with room records especially like um, it's there's a melodic there's a I almost I feel like in terms of like where you rank the importance of like what goes into creating music and music that people want to hear. I feel like melody is important. Yes, to you. is that right? Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, melody is number one, and melody doesn't even have to be something so strong or always sung. It can still be rapped. It's it's still a rhythm. It's still picking up in the tone a little bit, going down. Maybe just higher energy here, lower energy here putting the emotion behind each line and stuff like that. Really making something that somebody can feel. And when somebody can feel a song, man, it's kind of like you, you did what you came there to do.
0: Word, yeah. And, and just talking about Room Records again, just because like, I, I want to talk about uh, the cover art, the album title, because I, I, we discussed this recently. I remember we had Jay Moon on the... We had the whole Came Up Squad on the podcast yeah. a, uh, a couple podcasts ago and i remember his distinct uh description of uh where you guys kind of came up making music he was Mm -hmm. like you know uh, a shitty mic two shitty speakers uh, uh, a broken uh window blinds and like (laughs) so when i peeped the cover art to room records not only is it called room records that was one indication but then i look at the cover art and it's literally like his description of everything in that so could you talk to us more about like Give us the story of like why you decided to go with the Room Records, the cover art, and just like, where did all that come from?
2: Um, I honestly want to just, I just want to keep it, I just want to stick to the essence of, of the music in the time period it was, you know what I'm saying? This isn't the stuff I made in Quad, I've evolved from there, but still that time, personally I know I've made great music, even just recording out of my room, so, but I still wanted to let everyone know that I did it out of my room, bro. Mm-hmm by myself you know before we really started kmf was all those records being made and started the belief and stuff like that and i've known i've known jay moon for seven plus years you know what i'm saying and he we had come back around to making music again because i wasn't making music before that i was like really kind of down and like a depressed time in my life and a lot of it is because i ended up not believing in myself and quitting my music Like, I was like, do I really want to do this? Kind of like everybody's expectations. Like, oh, you know how hard it is to do it? Even though I always knew. I knew the work I had to put in, but that shit, like, really just got to me. And I was like, ah, you know what, fuck it. But doing that, I've never not felt like myself. Like, I've never felt so out of body before like that. I just couldn't do it. Got back on it made room records, you know what I'm saying? But not even with an intention of project in mind, you know what I'm saying? This was something put together just to really give to the people people who were listening to my music during the SoundCloud time. And I had went to my cousin Jordan, the one, KMF Ray, he does all of our graphic art design and stuff. Obviously I'm gonna go to him because he's been to my room before. And I gave him the slightest idea and it's like he took the picture out of my mind from the perspective from my back and all that and just put it onto the paper and that's exactly how the room looks from the PS four <laughs> to the T V right there on the small coffee table that the T V was on to the speakers and the mic and the bed placement. Like it's just
1: Um So you you talked about like you were in like a depressive like yeah. sort of state. How
2: how'd you pull yourself out of that that situation? Um really, like I said, it's man, honestly it was just KMF, you know, what I'm saying I kept moving forward. I was never a person To get in a situation and not ask somebody for help. I'm never afraid to ask anybody for help or how to do this You know what I'm saying? So I had asked just everybody around me and people were telling me most of the time that From mom to dad to best friends brothers that time really heals all and that most of them have been through like the same type of feeling whether or not it was stronger or weaker, but and I had came around Jay and Eddie and my cousin uh, CJ one day, and we all, CJ had told us about this thing called KMF, something that he had found, and it means keep moving forward. And that's just resonated so strongly just at that time period, it's just like, it's so simple, but it's like the truest thing ever. Like, just keep going no matter what, just keep on going. And then eventually it just stuck and kept going with it. And then from then on, I had, around the time of Recording Room Records, I was with my cousin who was also a rapper from the city. Q was not a rapper. And he accidentally put KMF Trey on a song, but before this, I didn't have this name. I didn't want no cliche name. I wanted it to, you know, come off real, just roll off the tongue. And he did it by accident. Cause I was always talking to everybody about KMF and telling him about it and how much I believed into it. And then I was just like, it's perfect. The name was solidified right then and there.
0: In, what I like about the name KMF Trey, I, I I like what it stands for because like when you when you say the full thing, keep, keep moving forward, forward, Trey. It's like it's so inspirational just to say, and that's your name. It's like mm-hmm. you know, like that. I think is is perfect because exactly what you mean. Like it's like you and I got to commend you on on just being open enough to really talk about that too. Because it's like for <clears throat> for the most part, especially amongst men, but also amongst like Black and Hispanic men, talking about like mental health is not like shit that is easily done no no, you know and so the fact that your your ability to be open about it and to be real with people about it you know i you sparked you know uh, such an inspirational name from it because of of your openness to you know be open about it and so um i think it's beautiful because it's like it shows how 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 people can support you when you're able to open up but like the name itself keep moving forward trey Keep moving forward, ca- like like mm-hmm. it's it's so inspirational when you have it as a
2: whole group. It's like man, that's exactly. I love it, bro. It's at first you know it started off as like two people. We never really un- knew it was going to be a group. We had uh, ideas about people we like and maybe we should do a group thing. And then the first day I had met Dennis, I heard him and Jay were recording together a lot. Me and Jay, it was kind of like separate things, separate friends. And he was like, yo, I really want you to meet Limitless. I really want you to meet Dennis one day. Da-da-da. And the day I had finally met him, didn't know it was him, but he was like, yo, Jay, yo, you trying to play these niggas the song that we just did? And they played a couple of songs they did. And I was like, yo, Dennis is amazing. And I didn't, he, we didn't even like exchange names at the time. And I was like, yo, what's your name? Da-da-da. He told me it was Dennis Limitless. I was like, no way. So after we had all left and it's just me and Jay, I'm like, Jay. We, we need Dennis. But little did I know Dennis had already wanted to make a group type of thing with Jay. And then Jay was like, I got to talk to Trey because we got this KMF thing. And then it's just full circle. Same thing. I got a same type of story with everybody in the group.
1: That's Can you can you talk about because so, you've been part of KMF since the beginning? Yeah. Um, from then to now, I mean you guys have grown a lot. I mean we're literally sitting in KMF yeah. HQ right yeah. now. From from the So room talk room about that only. progression.
2: Um I can't say it was slow but sh- slowly but surely, but it, it's just really hard to explain, you know. We came from the room and really started off with getting everybody together. And I don't think we all really a few of us made songs together, but we all didn't really make songs together until the first time we had went to Quad. We made a group, and we was like, yo, should we do this Quad thing? Do we think our music is good enough to do it? And once we had went there and just gave us our reassurance, like and that was like it from there. It, just, it was just a spark. I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but I've cried at least once at Quad just because of the feeling of like we're attaining our dream, like it's here for us. And we just kept just pushing and pushing and meeting people and spreading the word and getting the money however we can and investing into ourselves. And honestly, you guys might not know them behind the scenes, but we, we done failed, you know what I'm saying? And we learned from it and that's, there's nothing wrong with doing that cause, because of KMF, we're just gonna keep on going until we reach where we want to be, and, and look at us. We're in our own studio now. Yeah,
0: That's pretty dope, I would yeah. say. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, because uh, I really like the song Go Ahead Baby Go. That's my favorite from the album. That's crazy. Um, I know you recorded the album a year ago. Are you planning, because like as, as we just were talking about, you r- recording a lot of stuff already for Quad. I'm sure that you probably have a project coming out. Mm-hmm. But are you planning on doing something, a single or a music video or something with a, a few songs from Room? And is Go Ahead Baby Go, if there was, is that one of them?
2: Uh, I got like two songs that like everybody loves, but I never really feel. I see why everyone loves them, but I'm just like. <laughs> is that one of them? Go ahead, it's Go Ahead Baby Go and Illusions. Wow, okay. And people always think those songs are amazing. I love those songs. They have a place in my heart, absolutely. But it's just, I'm like indifferent. I'm not sure. Because it's, I think it's because the songs sound so different. I'm like, honestly, a little skeptical and afraid. Like, how are people actually going to take it? But everybody seems to love the songs. And honestly, if I were to go back to Room Records and do a video for anything, it would be Go Ahead Baby Go.
0: It, it For me, it had almost like a... Like almost like a Travis Scott Juice World kind of yeah. vibe to yeah, it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's maybe why I like it because yeah. it's like 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 what Critter was saying earlier. Like like the music in this album is very like you can definitely hear it going mm-hmm. on whether it be in radio at a party like a, a place where people multiple people a good time yeah, exactly that's like that, yeah. that's where I imagine this this music playing. But that song specifically like made me gave me like that Travis Scott mm-hmm. Juice World type of vibe and and like I said
2: like I, if there was any music video I'd like to see from the project, would be one. that yeah, one. Absolutely. Um, that song was actually my, I would do little melodies and stuff, but they weren't ever as powerful as they were until I did that song, because that song I actually tried to sing and actually tried to go really high and really project my voice and then figured out I could really do it. And then from then on, I was like, all right, I'm confident in doing like R&B songs from here on mm-hmm. out. So, that what, song.
0: What is your favorite song on the album, if I was to, you know, ask?
2: Honestly, it's not going to probably be everybody's favorite song, but specifically it has a special place in my heart, which is Money Long, because I had created the beat. But that was like one of the very, it's like one of the first two or three songs I made where I was like, okay, I'm finally like doing what I want to do. Like I'm here and I made the beat and I just love the song. And a lot of the songs were experimental, really finding myself, but it's that song for sure. It's actually my favorite song. Really? Yeah. That's dope. I love to hear that. I like that.
0: that it has that also sentimental component. It's like mm-hmm. This is like a, a mm-hmm. proving ground type yeah, of song. Yeah,
2: exactly, here. exactly. Room records uh, was a lot of that. Just finding myself in my in the music seeing what I could do, seeing what I couldn't do.
0: So, what is in terms of. Um, the stuff you recorded at quad and like 2021 other projects is there a uh, another rollout sometime soon are we are we going to do room records and then wait because i know kmf the whole squad it seems like there's a everybody has something coming up mm-hmm. are you planning on re can, do we expect another project in 2021 or like what's your process right now
2: it's possible to expect another project in 2021 for me i wouldn't say so right away if if so it'd be Smaller, seven, eight, ten song, or maybe even an EP, what? four song. But I really plan. Actually, I had just dropped "Show 'Em." My "Show 'Em" single is out now. It's on all on all platforms. And where I pl- what I plan to do from this point on is, I really don't want to release a project yet. So I'm trying to release singles at least every week or every oh, cool. other week, even if you know not all of them get a video or something. It's just keeping consistency. And
0: You're taking the, uh, the Russ approach. Didn't yeah. Russ do something
2: like that? Yeah, he did. That's exactly where I got it from. I didn't like that approach at first. I didn't believe in it. But then I'm like... He backed
0: it up with numbers, though, didn't he?
2: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I fuck with Russ for who he is. Yeah, His music is cool, but if Russ could do that, I, I'm... <laughs> me believing in myself, if I just yeah. take that and well, run away. Well, that's it.
0: Russ's whole thing is believe in yourself. Yeah. Like, like, fuck the labels, fuck all this other shit. Yeah. Put you... First, and you'll reap the benefits. That's why, like, people always shit on Russ. I, I I'm not the biggest Russ fan because yeah. I don't listen to his music all the time. But when I do, I like it. It's good music. Yeah, it's I just, really
2: respect the dude. He drops yeah. a lot of knowledge for future reference. Russ, I would still like to do a song with you. Hell enemy, yeah! So. No, I
0: fuck with Russ heavy because yeah. like, like his he makes good music, like, and he knows how to market himself without having. I mean, obviously, he's probably signed a, a bigger label now, but. I mean, he did all that shit in the beginning, like having all that, the numbers behind it, getting a, a college following, he yeah. was able to de- develop himself, himself,
2: yep. starting with that, you know? So, yeah.
0: hey, shout out to Russ.
2: Shout out to Russ, man, for real, because even if I don't like his music, it doesn't matter. Yeah. A bunch of people like his fucking exactly. music,
1: so. Well, I mean, for him, too, I mean, he's, you know, you're releasing a song all the time, so you you're like keeping that momentum. Yeah. Yes, that's you know? that was the so key
2: factor that, is like you want to build a fan base and just keep yeah. people engaged. Just stay on the roll once you hit exactly. that. Exactly.
1: That way you're not just dropping an album yeah. and then being quiet yeah, for yeah. a few months until your next album comes yeah, so yeah. out. There's you're still getting songs. Exactly. So I mean
2: as upcoming artists it kinda doesn't make sense because not many people know about you yet. You can't just drop a classic work of art and just expect everyone to be gravitating towards it and feeding off of it and nobody even knows about you or believes in you yet or even knows what you're going for. So good point.
0: That's a good point. Um, yeah. I like I to said To each no. its own though. It's, for for sure to each their own and sometimes maybe a project because it has like a more of a correlation, like like it's yeah. like a one, a concept album or something That's like that. That's just how, how some people make music. Exactly. It's just how their brain works and not how yeah. they create, but like I respect that approach. I'm curious to see how it's gonna work out because, like I said, it's it's definitely like not a bad approach to take, especially right now. Considering like when you even if you were to even drop a record, like you can't promote it the way you could promote it. I mean, now it's things are opening up again, so so hopefully in the summertime we'll be able to have events and yeah. have parties yeah. and you know get the music out there, you know, face to face rather than just digitally. But like yeah. you know, it's also that's why mad mainstream artists right now are dropping records because like you can't tour, you can't, you can't promote do really like you used to. Yeah um and so
2: that approach at this time is not a bad approach you know and i mean what's wrong with dropping songs and getting money off the revenue streams revenue from the streams and exactly. shit so
1: exactly um the other day i was over here we were hanging out yeah and uh you showed me one of the songs that you recorded at quad oh yeah yeah. and you said you're like i've been working on my rapping
2: yeah
1: you know and and i sort of equate it to you know an athlete you know, his last year of college, he's trying mm. to get drafted. Mm. That that like when you said that, that's what I pictured. Mm-hmm. So like what what are you doing to get to that next level?
2: Um, man, throughout all, all life, bro, like you can choose the person that you wanna be. If you wanna do something or be like this, you gotta figure out how to do it. How do you do that? You look at the details. What's what's wrong? What is not sitting right with you? And that's literally what I do with my music okay why isn't this line hitting like this or why isn't it this long maybe it's my emotion behind it my delivery my punch lines aren't being set up right my content isn't in there or being as um easily related to you know what i'm saying just easy to understand you know it's just like every little detail is like i'm always focused on and just honestly i keep working on each and every little one and just overall I always somehow bring it together with a song, like, okay, this is my direction for the song. I'm trying to break through the ceiling. And I kind of stress over it for a couple of days, switch through some beats. And then I just get it. And it's like, I just broke through. It's like, okay, I feel it. Like I just broke through that limit, that level, it's, it's gone. I'll never, cause some old songs people would hear and they were like, yo, this is dope. But always in my mind as an artist and as a, the worst critic of myself, I'm like, I know what I could do though. I know my vision. When I get there, then I'll really accept that. But I really don't, you know, get, feed into that too much anyways. Everything is taken with a grain of salt.
0: I want to talk about uh, bringing it back to, to the lineage, um, your musical lineage, like your family and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. you said that, um, was it your pops got you like a piano? Or your yeah, uncle?
2: yeah, my pops, yeah.
0: Yeah, your pops. And then I know that your, if I'm not your uncle is Arrow, right?
2: No, my brother is Arrow.
0: Oh, your brother's Arrow. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So your brother's Arrow. You know, your dad's getting your... So you come from... So you want to talk a little bit about who Arrow is and, and, and like, you know, how... Like, because Arrow is a, a freestyle uh, yeah. rapper, right? Uh, and, you know, obviously, you know, Q related to Q, right? Um, you want to talk a little bit about the, the musical... Uh, influences if there if there was any like in the family like did you learn a little bit from rapping from your brother or like how did they and their music making affect
2: you definitely um growing up around my brother he was always a real hip-hop dude so growing up I was always surrounded by real hip-hop I might not have gotten it when I was young you know under like 10 years old but eventually started to get it and um, he was a rapper at that time and is respected by many OGs in the city. You know what I'm saying? You can ask ST, Knack, anybody. They're like, Arrow, that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? They know him for that. We were just watching, the the. we were over at my house a couple weeks back and we were watching the the yep. the, the, the 781 Cyphers, cipher. Cypher, amazing. And
0: Arrow was like, well, I think one of the, sec- like the second he's one He's the on, second dude, yep. And he was
2: going crazy. 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 Schemes. That was always his thing is like, he's a lyrical dude. So I always hold lyrics dear and he's a person that like if he likes something, he goes crazy for it. And I definitely have learned that for him. But I kind of like narrowed it down to one thing, like, okay, let me do one thing, you know what I'm saying? And he's just a perfectionist to the T and I've definitely gotten that from him. Absolutely, 100%. Kwon has gotten that from him, you know what I'm saying? The music dream subconsciously was probably birthed through him as well, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, I was always inspired by my brother, you know, he was a rapper, he's respected by so many, and seen it more as I was growing up, so. Do, so,
1: do you like? think you guys are going to get on a track together? You, you and your brother?
2: Yeah, uh, we are, that's, that's already in the works. Word. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. We we know that's, that's a necessity, you know. <laughs> I can't let that slide by. That's
0: beautiful, and uh, I, th- I, this is more of a pie-in-the-sky type question, but, like, looking years down the line because you know I, you know just I guess giving flowers I, I feel like you guys have been I've been impressed with the work you guys have been putting into the yeah. just the whole dream just the whole work the, the whole experience you know last year into this year and so going and beyond where do you see KMF where do you see you guys being like three five years down the line what does that look like for you guys and what does success look like for you guys in that sense
2: Definitely, I see all of us where we want to be. I definitely see us being the iconic artists that we're aspiring to be. Like, whether it's a year from now or two months from now, I feel us like really, really close to it. So in success, what that would be to us, I can't really speak for everybody, but I know how we all think and feel, is just being able to be like, okay, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We're feeding our families. We're bringing people out from the city and, and putting them on to the dreams and giving people opportunities to make their own money. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just all bigger than us. You know what I'm saying? We always want to put our mom in a house. It's like everyone would want to take care of our moms. And I have a son. I want to make sure he's good for the rest of his life and take care of him and, and my girl and stuff like that and just make sure everybody's OK. When we're set just like that and we just know we're good, that's that's really honestly the best success. And also, I would say definitely we see a lot of it right now. But inspiring people to do the same, I loved that about music. Hearing someone and them inspiring me to like like be this obsessive person about it, I want to do that to somebody else. So.
1: Dope. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely see that that inspiring sort of thing because, I mean, just on Sunday, like walking in yeah. and like all of Lynn Hip Hop yeah. is there. Yeah. You know, you yeah. guys yeah. are bringing other people into... On brand. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. so it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking dope
0: to yeah. see. Yeah. And they were just like, you know, because I, I was able to actually sit down with a lot of those artists that, not from the KMF camp, but that, obviously, it fucks with you guys and was yeah, there with yeah. you guys. You know, just getting their experience. Like, everybody was just like, this is crazy. Like, this is dope. Yeah. You know, It's beyond yeah. belief. Like, this is so crazy that we're doing this.
2: Yeah, it was like, Man, it was just so legendary, because even though I knew this was happening, I just didn't know how it was going to go. And it it just went better than it could have been. Everyone was enjoying themselves. I don't think nobody but a couple of KMF artists, because we're used to this, had went to sleep. Everybody was up the whole 12 hours with us. Then we went to go walk New York City and eat after, you know what I'm saying? But, like, just seeing the love that we generated and also just the belief that I I could see we... They knew us, but like that day solidified a belief in like everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even in just us. Like, if we really wanted to do it ourselves too, we got a source right here. And all we need is ourselves, bro. Just put the work in, believe in yourself and you'll get there, bro. And that, that day, yeah, man, that day, I'm not gonna lie, that day almost brought tears to my eyes. It was just like such a perfect embodiment of everything we're doing. Yeah. Those
0: days, those type of days, I feel like, forms a bond. And you guys were talking about that when you guys went, just the KMF team went over there. You guys talked about how it formed a bond within the KMF team. Mm -hmm. I feel like what happened this past Sunday um, with just inviting, you know, the KMF team and other Lynn artists Mm -hmm. was you guys formed a bond with the greater artist community within Lynn. You know what I'm saying?
2: Absolutely. I felt that uh, like tenfold.
0: Yeah. Tenfold. That was beautiful. So I got to thank y'all for that. Shout out to KMF because they're doing big things. Thank
2: you for everybody (laughs) (laughs) coming, man.
0: Yo, so... uh, you know, um, I, this is really all I have for questions. I have, do you have any? one
1: more question. Okay. Um, and it, it sort of relates to quad in, in room recordings, but obviously, you know, recording in your room opposed to recording at quad, there's like stark differences. Yeah. Um, what do you prefer to like create in? It, Cause obviously quad, there's a ton of people around. It's pretty distracting. Like w- which, which kind of space do you prefer? Um, Because
2: yeah, those are two extremes going from room records to quad, you know? If I'm being honest, I love recording in my room because I get to be and sit there as long as I want on a song and get that tone just right and keep sculpting ideas. Even though I go to quad with ideas prepared, you know what I'm saying? The way we all work, we're all crunched on time. We're trying to get in and get out. And we still make the most amazing songs, but me specifically, I'm just a perfectionist. I know if I could just get every detail right to how I like it, like it's over. That's how a lot of Room Records came out really well because I was sitting there taking my time on everything, on every line, maybe scrapping a verse and scrapping a flow and, and redoing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just definitely being in my room and taking my time. I love that. I'm trying to figure out a way to incorporate that, and then go to the studio, stuff like that. So
1: like demo things out, hash yeah, things out. And yeah, I've
2: kind of done in. that a little bit, recorded some stuff on my laptop and brought the reference to Quad and, and did that, so. Nice. Cool.
0: Uh, is there anything, I know obviously we want to plug Room Records, check out Room Records, KMF Trey, uh, I believe it's on all streaming platforms, right? Yes, it is. Because at first yeah. I was looking for it on Spotify and it wasn't there and at first, I was, I was like, where is yeah. it? We dropped it
2: <laughs> exclusively on Audio Mac and SoundCloud Got first, you, so.
0: that makes a lot of sense, yeah. word. Uh, but yeah check out room records but is there anything
2: else you want to plug i definitely want to plug in my singles show them that'll be out it's out on all platforms now but we have a video coming out for that within the next couple of weeks and stuff like that so uh be on the lookout for more music coming especially from all of kmf and i'm talking about weekly you know what i'm saying we got we're just working man we're working right. it's not much i can say there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes but just know we're working just yeah. be on the lookout
0: I mean, and if you guys are paying attention to what we're doing, you're following Grindhouse, which if you're watching this, you are, uh, you'll know that they've been working because we've been covering them a whole lot more. So. Yeah.
2: Shout out <laughs> Grindhouse, the, the, man. Shout out Grindhouse. Exactly.
0: The, the proof is in the pudding. So uh, if you guys fuck with what we do, if you guys appreciate us, make sure you show us love by liking what we do, commenting on it, hitting that bell button, hitting all, of course, subscribing and sharing it out. So um, thank you guys for for tuning in. Peace. Thank you, man.